Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Burnt Cookbook Party, an original Pathfinder campaign set in a unique fantasy world where four heroes of varying skills, attractiveness, and stupidity race against time to prevent a war. I'm Jenna Steber and I play Astra Buffet, addled half-elf oracle, who is exactly who she says she is. And I'm joined by... Andrew Hansen, playing Johnny Brightchild, a hot and sunny Ifrit Resort Spa paladin, eager to help and flex. Caitlin Statehar playing Patty Hertz, a rat folk ranger dandy with a nose for gossip and cheese. And I'm Paul Luckmeyer playing Tetra, a Florida aromophile cultivating the roots of forgotten past by sharing its aromophilia. And we're, of course, led today and for the rest of all time by our illustrious and cultured GM and world builder, Justin Green. Justin, how are you? I'm great. I'm doing excellent. Yeah? Hey, Justin. Yeah. You know what else is cultured? What? <laughs> Yogurt. I knew, oh. I knew it. I knew of it. Course. I was going to say it. Oh. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Meaningless. You can cut that out. <laughs> no. <laughs> dumb. Paul, what about any of this show makes you think we're cutting that out? That's a good question. Unbeknownst to them what is happening in the gourmet goblin camp, Astra and Tetra travel south in Fainalin down to the river looking for a way to Thun. Okay, um, so I think we can just go and charter a boat and we'll just float down and we'll, we'll charter them down and we'll charter them back and it'll be totally fine. Easy peasy. Well, you're a local Astra. Why don't you take lead on this? Okay, the lead is we have money and there are people with boats. I think it's pretty straightforward, but if Justin wants me to roll something, I will. I won't make you roll. Uh, you arrive at uh, the little riverside mm-hmm. area where you've hired a boat in the past, Astra, but you find that normal business has paused briefly due to the arrival of a very sleek cargo ship, which is mm-hmm. brightly painted in like teals and pinks with swirling designs sculpted into the what? body of it. It's really, really a beautiful boat. Oh. All of the available deckhands are unloading boxes from this dramatic vessel, and you are forced to wait a bit. There are a few merchants that you recognize here to receive the cargo to bring it back to the bazaar. Huh. Justin, can I make any kind of 
knowledge local or diplomacy check to chat up any of the idle dock workers or recognize the design of the ship. Yeah. Astra is going to roll up immediately and try to like do this. Yeah. Yeah. And Tetra, do you have uh, knowledge history? No, just arcana, local and religion of all things. I've got knowledge history. Go ahead and roll that to Astra. Woohoo! That's a natural 20 for a 26. Nice ship y'all got here. Isn't this a nice ship, Tetra? It's beautiful. Real sleek. Real colorful. (laughs) My diplomacy check, my roll was worse, but I still got a 19. I probably don't need to use my host of abilities that lower somebody's resistance. Oh, but why wouldn't you, Paul? (laughs) You got them. You might as well use them. Yeah, yeah how, right? many, how much longer are you going to be Tetra, you know? Also, you might be going to a zombie village where you can't use any of these powers. Yeah, good point, Andrew. Uh, creatures take a minus three on the DCs of diplomacy checks. My my confusing odor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Paul, what does it smell like? Ooh, uh, probably going to tone down the smell of death a little bit uh, and and turn up the jungle smell a little bit. So it's kind of vibrant, a little spicy. Okay, I like that. A jungle smell. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) A little fruity. Uh, The two of you move closer to this boat. Tetra, you love anything that's aesthetically pleasing. It's a little familiar to you, but you don't put much thought into it. Astra... You love the design of this boat. Oh, yeah, I do. For real. Even though you're not a particularly studious person, uh, you are very familiar with architecture and art that had come out of Olvidel before it was destroyed, which was just this beautiful, colorful city um, with a lot of interesting shapes and and swirls. And this boat is 100% like going for that Olvidel look. Like you would even believe Mm. that this somehow survived Olvidel. Hmm. Whoa, that's cool. Wow, okay. Yeah, I'm going to sidle up and and as part of my diplomacy check, I'm uh, going to talk to somebody who looks like they might be somewhat higher than a dock worker and be like, oh, what a look at this incredible Olvidelian influence on this ship. That's such an impressive recreation. You find a woman, uh, she is uh, more in an administrative position, making sure that they aren't dropping the crates or anything like that. Uh, She wears like fancier clothes. She's not going to be doing any labor. And on her collar, there is like three peacock feathers grouped together as like a little brooch. Uh, And she says, oh, yes, the madam actually spent a lot of time in Olvidel before the fall. I knew it, Justin. Oh, madam, huh? Is it... um... Madame Olgavia, perhaps? <laughs> oh, yes, you're familiar with her work. Fucking knew it. That bitch. <laughs> I knew it, Justin, I knew it. I could feel it deep in my heart, my, my <laughs> prolonged connection with this character as we dance around each other. Mm. Ah, of course. Yes, she did mention to me in a letter recently that she was going to be driving over this way in her giant, beautiful vote. Gosh, it, it really exceeds all of the descriptions she sent me, though. It's so impressive. Oh, well, I'll, I'll pass along the compliments to her. She's not here herself today. Um, just getting her new book out to the masses. I'm sure you're excited. Oh, no. I'm so excited. Yes. Uh, she said she was going to leave one for me. 
Oh, certainly. And what was your name again? I'm sorry. Uh, she said she was going to leave it under Patty Hertz. <laughs> <laughs> what a no no. Amazing. Make a bluff check. Okay, great. Great. I can't let her know I'm here. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, I rolled a two. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I rolled a two for a 13. Just terrible. That's fair. I'm not a rat folk, so <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a bold lie to stand behind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're in luck. Uh, I rolled a sense motive check against that uh, with a penalty from Tetra. I rolled a two, uh, so it's at a minus one. Oh, no. uh, she believes that your Patty Hurts. She goes, oh, yes. Incredible. Madame Mugavia is so taken with Patty Hurts. Uh, she never stops talking about you. Unbelievable that that worked. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> truly. One of the duck hands cracks open one of the crates uh, and hands a book to the woman who hands it to you. And you see that it is a beautiful copy, brand new from the printing press of Train Your Brain Grimms. God damn it. Oh, God damn there it, it is. Okay. By Madame Ogavia. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe she ripped off the book I ripped off. I can't. This can't be allowed. I won't make you roll perception, Astra, to notice wow. immediately that this book only has eight of the ten puzzles. Oh. <laughs> they are copied directly. They are identical to the puzzles in yours, just two less. Uh, and double the price. Ah! Whoa. How, what the, how's the printing, wow. Justin? Yeah, it has the quality of the printing. It's pretty good. Yeah, no, she has a printing empire of her own. Uh, mm. The magazines are good quality. This is good quality. Uh, looking over <laughs> Astra's shoulder, Tetra will say, I like to let my gremlins be a little feral. <sighs> Boy, Tetra, I wish I could engage with your vibe right now. But this is... this. Uh, is, uh, thank you. Hey, thank you so much for the book. I'll reach out to Madam and we'll, we'll do tea on the ship at some point. I would just... I would love to see inside the ship... Uh, at all of the, I'm certain, I'm certain the uh, Olvidelian touches extend to even the, the, the silverware and the light fixtures. I would love to see it all, but I'll, I'll reach out to her and we'll set something up. Oh, that's fine. I mean, where were you guys headed? Were you heading south? We were headed to Thune. Where, where are you headed? Our final destination is further south, but we are making a stop in Thune. Madame Ogavia would love to know that Patty Hertz rode on her boat. <laughs> it would be our pleasure to take you to Thune. Well... It would save us a little bit of scratch. I love hitchhiking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You've got a couple of hitchers here. We're, we're on board. Yeah, it would be so great. I can't wait to crack into this book. And <sighs> yeah, this is great. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. You guys step on board Madame Ogavia's ship. Yeah. I'm going to light the ship on fire. <laughs> <laughs> During this boat ride, Astra, your mind starts to wander. It's a lot to get all these parallel memories put into your brain. And now they're co-mingling with memories that you've made in this loop with everything that happened in your life before the time loops. <laughs> and so you're sitting here trying to process all of these converging timelines. And you, you keep coming back to one particularly harsh winter in Berwyn. It's late Ibris. Uh, about two feet of snow has accumulated in Fainalin. Usually you only get a dusting once or twice a year. So it's big talk in the town. 
And with the fog still rolling in from the woods, it's created a weird atmosphere. Mm. The general mood in Finland is fittingly dour. There's been next to no tourism, so your sales in the bazaar have come to a halt. Pretty much the only bright light on the horizon is an open showcase that's happening at Fainalin Academy. It's a rare night when the campus is open to the general population and prospective students can show off their skills in the hopes of being recruited for the spring semester. And then there's some demonstrations from a few soon-to-be graduates who are looking to land jobs at like the Court of the Archmage or some other magical venue. Oh, wow. The Fanolin Academy, the famed, famed, super impressive Fanolin Academy dines to open its doors for us. Us poor hoi polloi out on the street. How, <laughs> how good of them. How good of them to let us in just so we can ooh and ah over all their basic magic. Like, like, this is a treat for us. Small Blep hasn't shut up about it. You can tell he's desperate to go because he normally keeps his distance from you, but he showed up at your apartment with a wand, just begging you to cast an illusory shadow on him so that he can attend. It's so sad. Yeah, hold still. I'm not going to be able to get a good shadow on you if you keep squirming, squirming. Small. Small? <laughs> I'm doing this as a favor to you. You're welcome. I think this is so beneath us, you know? <laughs> beneath you, maybe. I, I used to be a student there. I used to be cool. I could have done this back in the day. Yeah. All my friends are probably going to be there. You know, nobody's stopping you from going out and making new friends small. <laughs> My parents are literally stopping me. They won't let me leave the house without a shadow. I want people finding out what happened to me. Well, I mean, you're, here you are blabbing your mouth about it, so they're probably <laughs> right. You cannot keep a lid on anything. Zero chill. It's going to be fine. We'll go and see some magic, and you'll be all sad about it, and it will be like, wow. They'll be so <laughs> angry if we don't clap, and then if we do clap, they'll be so smug about it. <laughs> Wow, that's <laughs> You and Small head out into the, the winter wonderland. What is Astra wear in the cold? <laughs> uh, I think she's got like a super, super thick wool coat, fuzzy boots, and this wool jacket is like floor length and has got like some fur lining on the inside and around the corners around the, the hood. Uh, so when she she has it pulled up, she looks like just like a real babushka, just like a real <laughs> orb <laughs> of heavy fabric. Uh, and of course, she's got her fingerless gloves and always keeps her hands in her pockets because her fingertips get cold. But it's, you know, it's the look, you know, it's the look. <laughs> Small Blep is wearing one of those full body snowsuits like when babies. <laughs> The kind that obscure your shadows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> make it a weird shape. <laughs> yeah, make it like a blob. <laughs> the enchantment that distorts the campus has been lifted and the black iron gates are wide open. Uh, and there's like a crowd of people that's trudging through the snow towards the Blitz Stadium, uh, where a large wooden stage has been erected at the center line. And people are filling the stands to watch. There's a variety of people here. Uh, a strange crowd. Caitlin, do you want to describe your character? <laughs> I would love to. Yeah. Yes, it's my I would time. love to. Oh my God. So amongst the crowds of students and spectators, uh, 
is a, a little fella named Filbert Drindle. <laughs> Filbert grew up in Fainalin with his darling mommy. All his life, Filbert's mommy has talked about how he's going to go to Fainalin Academy, just like mommy did. <laughs> now Filbert's finally here, and he'll do anything to make mommy proud. Huh. Filbert is a tiefling. He is medium height with a chunky build and little horns on top of his head. Mommy loves his big orange eyes and says they're her favorite thing about him. <laughs> Mommy always dresses Filbert oh, in a tidy little suit. It's purple with white ruffles on the collar and the cuffs. He wears white socks and shiny buckled shoes. Oh my God. Unfortunately for Filbert, he has trouble keeping his nice clothes clean. Um, his yellow skin oozes sticky goo all the time. Oh my and God. just gets everywhere. <laughs> Is it sticky candy goo? No, it's just body fluid. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. This is not a slutty vest wearing tiefling. Filbert, yeah, uh, uh. okay. Ooh, real big Edward Gorey vibes off this character. Filbert, <laughs> uh, you see Astra sit down near you, and you see immediately, this is another homeschooled kid just like you. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> This could be Damn. your friend, your first friend at Fainland Academy. Friend. <laughs> friend. Hi there. Hi, no. hi my name's Wilbert. What's your name? No. Yes. Yes. Caitlin, yes. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. What was that? Oh, what? Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry to bother you, but hi, I'm Filbert. And I'm new here. Are you also new here? Oh, <laughs> I don't go to Fanlin Academy. I would oh. never. Oh, Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. Oh, hey, it's I'm okay. So wow, you've got a lot of energy. Um, <laughs> oh, no, it's oh, listen, yeah. it's fine. Are you are you going here oh, to Fanlin? I'm so excited. Mommy, mommy's so proud of me. And, and I'm gonna do such a good job, and I'm gonna make her so proud. Oh, is your mom magic? I don't even know how to approach what you're talking about. She's so beautiful. Okay. Oh I love God. my mommy. <laughs> well, that's nice. No, you know, it's nice to love your mother. I'm certain your mother appreciates it, um, but not so much that she wouldn't ship you off to the second-rate magic school, so I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I always thought this was a good place to go to school. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. If you like, if you don't have enough magic at home to learn, it's well, fine. Th this is where mommy went to school. Oh, so you're a legacy. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> no, 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 Fanolins, you're going to learn so much. And it, it's clear that you need to learn a lot about magic and also maybe the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no. I'm, yeah. What kind of magic do you do? I, I'm a sorcerer. Oh. I'm really trying really hard, but I don't think I'm very good at it. Well, that's why you go to school, right? So you're so much less miserable to talk to. Yeah, good for you. Sorcery, that's good. <laughs> Thanks. What's your name? Oh, I'm... <laughs> I'm Astra. No, yeah, uh, yeah, oh. no, my name's Astra. Well, that's fine. It's nice to meet you, Astra. I'm excited to have a friend. I've never really had a friend, except for mommy, of course. Of course. You know, you should meet my young cousin small he of course is always looking for friends and i feel like you two would really vibe small 
a match made in heaven. Small, come and oh come God. and meet Philbert. Hi there. Small just gives you the angriest look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, small is very cat-like behavior. <laughs> See, small, this is the caliber of student going to Fanlin. <laughs> to your right, Astra is another student of note. Uh, Andrew, would you like to describe your character? (laughs) Standing sort of hunched over, wearing a, I guess, like a blue Snuggie. Like it's a wizard's robe, but it's definitely (laughs) a Snuggie. Like it's it's felt and it's warm. Holding a cane is a very old looking kitsune with spectacles hanging down on his nose and he looks cold (laughs) he sort of lets his ears are flattened like fox's ears get as he's looking around he's like hello oh there's so many people here i'm lost and he sits down next to the two of you And uh, his his face is kind of silvering a little bit. And he looks over at the two of you and he says, are you both students at Fanolin? Oh, my God. Not everybody who lives in this town goes to Fanolin Academy. (laughs) I'm new here. I am attending the academy this year. You just look so comfortable in this space, but it's really cold. You look so cold. I mean, these Iberus nights are so cold. cold. Do you know any magic to like make fire or warm yourself up? Or you could get like some, there's some, they've got (laughs) got hot Maybe, could I perhaps borrow some of your beads to warm me? (laughs) They're after those are beads. How do you think beads work? How do you think beads work? And how do you, what do you think that they're going to do for you? Well, thank you. Thank you. There are a lot of, a lot of bespoke beading, um, but they're not going to make you warmer. Oh. I don't know what to do for you. Are you sure you're going to this school? Yes. And you've never, what was your name? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to introduce myself. My name is Haku Yakan. I am a first year student attending Fanlin <laughs> Academy. Yes. Okay. And I saw that I would meet you here. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like using magic you saw in like an orb. Was it an mm. orb that you saw it in? I don't look <laughs> through crystal balls. I, I just, uh, sometimes I read bones. Sometimes I listen to the wind. And is that the that's the yeah. magic you do? You sort of do bone wind magic? Astra is being so patient. <laughs> Indescribably patient. She's trying so hard not to re-engage Philbert. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Sometimes, sometimes I drink tea, and the tea gives me visions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you want some tea now? Because you do look like you're about to die from oh. being cold. <laughs> I'd love some, tea, some nice hot tea. You want tea some tea? Okay. Could you make me some, dearie? Okay, okay. Let me see what kind of spells I have. If I use create water, could I make it hot water? <laughs> I do have a teapot. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. That's actually, that's pretty impressive. Gosh, I really don't have a lot of fire-based stuff. But I could make you some mm. water. Mm. It says wholesome drinkable water. 
Maybe I could just borrow one of your cloaks, young one. <laughs> Looks over at Philbert. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Who is sitting right next to Small on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently oozing on Small's sleeve. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I, I guess I, I, I do always carry a backup. Oh, wow. Your mother must have prepared you well. He's going to hand over his, his slightly ooze-covered backup cloak. Yeah, uh, Haku definitely puts on the slightly oozed cloak. Ugh. And then looks over at Small expectantly. <laughs> Small, give him your gloves. Let me unpin your gloves from your jacket. <laughs> Here you go. You've got you got to prioritize getting like some, some winter boots and like a winter hat. Because what you've got right now is not it. Haku's like hands are definitely black, like the uh, the paws of like a fox and stuff. Aww, like that. He sticks cute. them out for you to put cute little mittens on Aww, them, uh, and he, he smiles at you pleasantly uh, as like I'm definitely warmer now. Thank <laughs> you, you are very kind. I'm definitely an older man. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, you know what, Haku? I was really uh, suspicious of you when you started talking to me, but you seem just like a sweet old man, and I hope you do well in this academy. And if you ever wash out, find me. We'll, we'll hang. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's good to have backup plans. Do you know cool things to do oh my God. if you're washed out here? Oh, boy, do I. Yeah. <laughs> the coolest. Yeah? I know all the coolest alleys mm. to skulk about in. Really? Yeah. I know, I know where all of the coolest cats that will definitely mm-hmm. let you pet them that live on the streets live. Jeez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, cats. Um... What about, what about like, like gambling? (laughs) (laughs) From zero to a thousand. (laughs) What about like drugs and hookers? Yeah, I I know some places to put down some cash, pick up some cards, and then do that over and over again until you run out of one or the other. So, Mm -hmm. or until they do. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, ideally, yeah. He sort of like you know squints at you with like his his paws in front of his face, and he's got he's got kind of like just like foo foo fooing sort of thing as he <laughs> thinks about running scams <laughs> on people. Uh oh, Astra made a friend. Uh oh, Gilbert <laughs> <laughs> wants to be her friend. <laughs> Astra made two friends. Okay, okay. The blubs collectively made two friends. (laughs) Astra, you continue to get to know these people largely against your will for a bit before (laughs) the event finally starts up. Uh, One by one, amateur casters make their way to the front of the audience to show off their unique arcane skills and abilities. It's a spectacle for sure. But it's never too far away from, like, the self-obsession that you associate so closely with Fainalin Academy. The stadium has reached max capacity, really, and the crowd is super excited. They're cheering, going wild for every act, regardless of how you feel about the quality Astra. And among them is a woman with light blue skin and dark purple hair. She's wearing a long black coat that billows behind her dramatically. And she sits... Very cool, calm, and collected, watching sternly. And even in this din, this mass of people, it's like there's a spotlight on her, even though there isn't. She just has that kind of presence. (laughs) Small Bleb sees her, and he whispers to the group, he's like, 
That's Adrian Mismorn. <gasps> she was King Anway's top pick to be the Archmage of Erosia, but she turned it down. I heard she's looking for an apprentice. Do you think? Do you think she's here scouting? Oh man, oh, I'm oh, so my. nervous to even be in her presence. <laughs> Who? Where? <laughs> Who are we looking at? Filbert, <laughs> <laughs> what did you prepare for this event tonight? Oh my gosh, guys, I'm so excited. I've worked really hard <laughs> on my presentation, and I think it's gonna be. Something really exciting that everybody really likes. So the first thing that Filbert is going to do is he is going to cast his spell Incessant Buzzing hmm? to form what? a background what? sound for his poetry <laughs> slam that he's about to perform. Yeah, is the buzzing more like insects or more like, you know, a bug zapper? It is an illusory swarm of angry wasps is how what? it's described. Oh my God. Okay. What? All right. The buzzing is unpleasant, but not so loud as to drown out other noises. So you'll still <laughs> be able to hear him. So Filbert casts his spell and against a background of incessant buzzing, he says this poem that I wrote was inspired by somebody very special to me. Him <laughs> is for me. Your special <laughs> little guy. You <laughs> is for my undies that you wash <laughs> and dry. <laughs> M is for the magic you teach me to do. M is for milk that you buy from Happy Moon. Oh, thank God. Oh, no. Y is for you always taking care of me. This spells mommy, the very best lady. Why? Thank you for your attention, everyone. <laughs> See, it's like like how how good a school can this school actually be? Somebody's got to say it, right? This is the caliber of student. I guess maybe it's a magic only <laughs> interview that they do to get in. <laughs> yeah, right. Do you think personality matters at a wizard school? I guess not. I guess not, Paul. I Sasha's just an outlier. <laughs> oh, good point. Good point. Man. Astra, as you look anywhere but at Filbert reading this poem on stage, you <laughs> catch a glimpse of something beneath your feet, like through the spaces in the bleachers, glowing green yellow eyes that are staring up at you. Many of them, you can't keep track of how many just because there's they're only there for a second before they like blink out of existence, then pop up a few inches away moments later. You see them begin to travel towards the front of the bleachers and from beneath it emerges the being that you know as the little stranger prancing mm. on its ever-changing amount of legs uh, across the field to the stage you make it sound cute when it's prancing right <laughs> no it it's is. an upsetting prance no <laughs> as you roll a 1d4 for me okay d4. underutilized dice and just a reminder one is uh for the stranger to commit mischief uh, I rolled a four, the the safest, least mischievous option. <laughs> Not today, little stranger. Uh, Haku, when your turn comes, what are you doing this evening for uh, the show? Haku walks on the stage, then makes to trip. While I was like, oh, my old friend hip! <laughs> and then falls, and falls, falls into the ground. Uh, and uh, then when he falls down, he changes shape 
and comes up as Filbert <gasps> oh. using the Kitsune ability of realistic likeness and uses Ooh. a bluff check nice. to recite Filbert's poem. Filbert is oh my god. <laughs> hey Andrew, yeah. can we can we get a little chunk of what that sounds like? How uh, much do you remember and how good a Filbert voice? Can were you, you do? taking notes? <laughs> I started to, I started laughing. My mommy. I remember other letters like milk. Uh, that, it's, all, it's all leaving me. It's all leaving me completely. It is for me. Uh, it is for me. I can't oh believe you didn't God. remember every part of this poem. It's seared in my memory for the rest of my natural life. So while I'm doing this impression, I imagine you're supremely annoyed. You're just like, that's not, yes. even, that's not even what Philbert said. That's literally what like, this guy, this guy's not even an impressionist. He's just using his magic in the laziest way possible. Everyone knows it's M is for me because mommy loves me. U is for underwear because of my underwear. M is for magic that mommy taught me. M is for milk from Happy Moo. And Y is for you because you love me and I love you or whatever. Come on. <laughs> Ridiculous. Amateur hour. Filbert, do you, is this flattering for you or weirdly bullying? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's flattering. I think they, I think that Filbert thinks that he's inspired someone else to write a poem oh, about their mommy, oh. and he just loves it. Oh, oh, no. Mommies are so special. Filbert's mom has to appear in this game before we end. Oh my god, yeah, right? Show. I'm obsessed. As Haku performs, uh, Small nudges you, Astra. He's like, Adrian Mistborn has been watching Haku all night. I bet he's on the shortlist for her apprenticeship, huh? Ugh. I mean, he's lucky to be watched by Adrian Mistmorn, but I don't think he's got what it takes. Like, like this is his performance. He's just ripping off somebody else's performance. Haku then transforms into Astra and starts saying exactly what <laughs> no! she's saying. About no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> kill him. Asshole. I'll kill him. How dare he? Damn it. Oh. oh. Astra, roll another 1d4 for Haku's performance. Oh, this is going to be a 1. Yeah. I really no. hope it is. <laughs> uh, it is a one. Fuck oh, all y'all. Yeah. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> as soon, as soon as Haku turns into Astra, the little stranger's right there. Yeah, it's just like, oh, game yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Haku becomes this perfect oh, no. copy of Astra, uh, right down to the spiral rapier on his side. And you see the little stranger (laughs) weaving in between Haku's legs as he's doing this. And it leaps up and bats at the holster that is holding the rapier. And it comes unhooked and uh, clatters onto the ground. Oh, shit. Creating a loud (laughs) echo noise in the stadium and really drawing a lot of attention to this sword. Hmm. I like to imagine its little paws, like it goes to bat, and when the paws land, they just become the lower legs, and it just kind of like, the the legs cycle weirdly that way. (laughs) (laughs) It's glitching. Yeah, yeah. The, The little stranger is a glitch, for sure. Oh my, what a strange sword that I've dropped. <laughs> I don't sound anything like that. I would never say that. Learn to do impression. Get a perform skill, you hack. <laughs> Get a perform skill. <laughs> I feel like, in a weird way, yelling 
at herself on the stage was a cathartic moment for Astrophon. <laughs> there is, of course, one more student here today that is going to put on a presentation. Yeah. Paul, yeah. who have you brought here? Yeah, yeah Paul. Yeah, Paul. <laughs> okay. Uh, my spellcasting student <laughs> is a shark merman. Yes. Yes. From yes. the abyssal depths nearby the erosion coasts great uh he has a banner above his stage that says fabulous fabians phantasmic fabrications (laughs) (laughs) and he's dressed in a black cloak with a hat and a monocle yes Yes. mr peanut shark he's doing tricks and practical illusions oh my god what percentage of Fabian is shark and what percentage is human and can you specify what is where? So his lower half is a shark. His base move speed is 10 on land. So he's wiggling <laughs> around. He's along. But he's also got a face full of dangerous looking teeth and probably weird oh, eyes too. So more than half. I'd say probably 65 to 70% shark. Okay, that's awesome. Does he have some sort of like land wheelchair that he uses to get around not at all he's no. sprightly <laughs> just okay okay yes. good for him just, just built just like a sea lion <laughs> okay and he says i can see that the crowd is growing i think it's time to introduce a very special guest and with a puff of smoke he reveals an aquarium ball inside of which is his familiar it's a feathered sea cucumber <laughs> Yes. What color is it? Uh, It's banded. It's striped. It's pink and gray. Oh, adorable. Uh, So it basically looks like a wriggling tube that has these feather like (laughs) protrusions from its mouth circle. (laughs) (laughs) So it appears in a puff of colorful smoke. Uh, and Fabian raises his, uh, you know, carnival barker cane, and he says, "Everyone, put hands together for Bartholomew Cucumber." Filbert <laughs> will clap enthusiastically. <laughs> Bartholomew is famous for his fan dance, which is for the night show. <laughs> <laughs> but he loves it when everyone else dances. So I've got a show now, but I need, yes, another volunteer. Is there any, anyone in the crowd who can... Listen to this blowhard. Cut a rug. <laughs> Astra, Astra, uh, you should volunteer. Right lady, you should volunteer. No, I'm gonna. Yeah. You, know what, I, you know why I'm gonna? Because I'm gonna show this fool up. This guy doesn't have any decent magic. No Fanlin student does. Yes, yes, here. Here, man. Yes, oh, my good man. I here. I couldn't have asked for a better volunteer. Come yeah. up on stage. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Waves awkwardly to the audience. I'm fabulous Fabian, the fabricator of phantasms. And you? I'm exceptional Astra. I'm also on the stage. Astra? Can you dance? Yeah, I could dance if I wanted to. (laughs) All right, everyone. I'll need you to tell me what's real and what's illusion Uh now. And he casts a spell. The spell is Thins to Feet. (laughs) (laughs) Of course he has that spell. So his shark bottom becomes two sprightly legs. Oh, okay. What? And with a sweep of his cloak, basically it's a cloak that lets you sweep it and exchange your outfit. So he goes from his stage clothes to like striped white and red clothes. 
what? All right. I want that coat. And with a third (laughs) spell, it's called Body Double. He chooses a target, and he can choose another target and have the first one become the phantasmal duplicate of the second one. (laughs) So he turns Astra into another dancing shark man. (laughs) 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 Which side of the stage is she on? (laughs) And now, my lovely guests, you'll tell me which one is Phantasmic Fabian and which one is Exceptional Astra. And he's actually got a skill called Perform Dance, which I'm going to roll now. Great. Great. I love that Paul was just like, during my intro, I'm going to use all my spells. (laughs) When else are you going to use them? That's a fucking intro. That's for sure. And the idea with the bit is that they'll pass back and forth between clouds of smoke. So it's potentially unclear which one is which. Oh, it's like the hat dance. Oh, yeah. Uh, And in the end, there's a reveal. (laughs) And everyone... I don't know if they like it or not. <laughs> Philbert, Philbert likes it. Philbert likes it very much. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. Haku is big into it. Everyone everyone, put hands together for the exceptional Astra. I keep saying exceptional. That's not a real word. Exceptional Astra. <laughs> Astra, I have one more trick I need your help with since you're such a wonderful host. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's see it. Now with this one, guests... Those of you with uncertain constitutions or nervous temperament may want to hide your eyes because this is an intense display of mental fortitude, focus, and discipline that I learned from a swami at the bottom of the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know know if I can watch. Philbert's going to peek through his fingers. Haku does the same thing as Philbert. Two goobs do (laughs) it. School fair days. I wonder what kind of books they have at book fairs at Fanolin Academy. It's probably just like a bunch of mundane books about kids that go to a normal boarding school and have no adventures at all. Well, you know, the grass is always greener. And speaking of green money, support us at patreon.com slash bcbparty. As we get closer and closer to the winter holidays, so too do we get closer to the beloved Erisolian holiday of the Sea Monster Boat Races. And what better way to celebrate both than by subscribing to our Patreon and enjoying the Sea Monster Boat Races three-part one-shot that I ran last year. It's got boats, it's got babes, and it's got a host of familiar and some not-so-familiar, quasi-familiar faces... It is the perfect thing to listen to on a long holiday road trip or plane ride or while you're snuggled up under some blankets at home. And you can only find that by subscribing at patreon.com slash bcbparty. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, 
you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Astra, have you ever been hypnotized? <laughs> no, because such a thing does not exist. Real magic oh. exists, but hypnotism is nothing. Hear that, everyone? Mm-hmm. We're about to find out the difference between real and illusion. <laughs> what does that mean? What does it mean? What, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> The crowd is really enraptured by you, Fabian. You've got great stage presence. Perfect. Miss Morn hasn't looked away from you. No pressure, but if you nail this, it could mean big things <laughs> for you and Bartholomew. When you're a shark, you learn to like pressure. Any winks. Exceptional Astra, mm-hmm. I will now place you under a form of hypnosis which is benign but mysterious. And to warm up, I'll ask you several innocent questions which I have no way of knowing. Mm-hmm. He starts, Justin, I actually have a skill for this. Uh, I have a feat. The feat is called called psychic sensitivity. What? Yeah. It says you yeah. unlock the secrets of the occult world. Hell, yes. And what that does is it lets you unlock psychic applications of irregular skills. And the psychic application of diplomacy is something called hypnotism. Ha! <laughs> okay. Fucking crazy. Funny. Yeah, I didn't realize there was an actual hypnotism skill in this game because why would there be magic? <laughs> 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 Fabian says... Now, Astra, you seem like a real tough nut. To make this fair, will you comply with the hypnotism? 
oh, yeah, of course, I'm not going to resist because I don't believe it exists. <laughs> ah, I look forward <laughs> to you disproving my magic in front of all of these <laughs> lovely attendees. Me too. And Fabian pulls out a classic thing on a string. It's some kind of <laughs> coin that he dredged up from the deep depths. Cool. This haunted coin was retrieved personally from a shipwreck in the erosion ocean. I just need you to watch it like so. Uh -huh. And I've got a spell for this. It's called Lock Gaze. Ooh. You compelled the target to look at you and only you for the spell's duration. It doesn't Ooh. do much Ooh. else. <laughs> Great. Very specific hypnotism-based spell. Yeah, but I Ooh. am going to make a skill roll. Fabian spends a minute inducing a calm trance-like state in the subject, after which he attempts a diplomacy check. Uh, and Fabian is looking around for something to warm up with his questions. And he looks at Astra's outfit and something catches his eye. And he says, ah, well, Astra, you're quite well accessorized. Why don't you tell me where you got that interesting looking sword at your hip? And so Astra's hypnotized right now, so she's going to answer truthfully. Uh, it says, if you succeed at the check, the, the hypnotized creature can reroll any previously failed intelligence or knowledge check. There's also an implant suggestion version. And I think the suggestion would be to uh, answer truthfully. That's the one he's using. <laughs> okay. Um, There's definitely no stories that you need to keep straight here. What a fucking question. <laughs> Astra says in a, a monotone voice, God, how am I going to do that with Astra's accent? <laughs> um, I stole it from the Fey Lord Abraxa Bobola, and to punish me, he let me keep it along with the magical power that lies within it. Uh, As Astra says this, <laughs> You guys are all blinded by a sudden, intense light that fills the area. Like a silent flash bomb went off. Ooh. I'm going to have everybody make a will save. Uh-oh. <sighs> Justin, I got a 26. Beautiful. Filbert got an 11. Oh, I rolled a natural one. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm a frail old guy. Oh, no. My eyes! <laughs> <laughs> you guys blink a few times trying to readjust. The hypnotism is broken. As you look around, everything kind of remains washed out and grayscale. Phelan is always gloomy, but it's like there's no color anywhere in the landscape. Even the people around you are gray, save for Astra Blep, Small Blep, and Haku. Interesting. Mm. Uh, Astra's going to stagger. <laughs> I think she she's going to stagger down to her knees and say, why does my mouth taste like ashes? Did something happen? You see the crowd is starting to panic. And some of them are acting a bit more strangely than others. Uh, Astra and Haku make a perception check. And Fabian. I got a 16. I got a 17. <laughs> Another natural 20. Ooh, this is unreal. A 26. Fabian over here. God. I know, seriously. So Fabian, for sure. You see a couple things that are interesting. You see the shadow of Filbert Drindle 
uh, among other people in the crowd, start to move independently of their body. The shadows are not matching what the people are doing. Some kind of Peter Pan bullshit. Oh, boy. (laughs) This noise. Oh, oh, everyone, this is not part of the show. The show's over. (laughs) And you notice that Haku Yakan has something else going on. Haku, what's up with your shadow? My shadow looks like a giant monstrous version of like a fox person and all of the angles are sharper. It's like it's been cut from paper. What? And so there's like lots of really sharp angles around the mouth and there are really giant fangs and teeth that uh, are displayed. A huge shadow, far bigger than than Haku actually is. Is he really an old man? (laughs) (laughs) Can't be, can't be, right? (laughs) <laughs> have, 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 have to be like how could I anyway I'll have all of you roll initiative as well what yeah let's do it Silver Trend. oh and here's my natural one Fabian all of a sudden when shit hits the fan. Yeah, <laughs> Natural 20 for Philbert. Somehow Philbert is nice. ended up with a 23. <laughs> and a 9 for Astra. Philbert, what would you like to do as you see all this happening? Philbert knows that looking one's best is the key to performing one's best. Come okay. So he's going to go ahead and cast his favorite spell fastidiousness upon himself. (laughs) While protected by fastidiousness, your person and equipment stays clean and dry. Dust and moisture (laughs) slough off immediately, even when you're completely soiled, and your appearance reverts to a pristine state. It offers no protection against most attacks. <laughs> so Filler's going to tidy himself up um, by using fastidiousness and then say, oh, that's better. <laughs> As you do that, so your shadow is is moving separate from you. Filbert, and it is reaching around at you. Like, uh, as you are Uh-oh. trying to clean yourself off magically, it's like putting its hands like in front of you to stop you. I'm going to have you make a concentration check. Oh, the DC gosh. is 15 plus whatever level fastidiousness is. So six, DC 16 concentration check, or this annoying shadow of yours is going to prevent you from getting clean. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <It's> terrible. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, Filbert has a 20 awesome. on his concentration. Wow, check. okay, wow. You are able to clean around it, although it is frustrating <laughs> for you. Stop it, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, Haku, what would you like to do? Uh, Haku is going to cast the spell Vanish. <laughs> All right. Ooh, okay. Who's, who's uh, dipping out now? <laughs> <laughs> and pull uh, a wand out of their their robe. That's it for my turn. Awesome. (laughs) Astra Blep, at the start of your turn, looking around at this weird grayscale world that you are still full color standing in the center of, you see something else that others don't. All along the ground, on the walls of the the locker room buildings, uh, occasionally on some of the steps, eyes will pop up. Mm. Large yellow eyes that will stare straight at you and then disappear a second later. 
Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Unsettling. Terrible, terrible news. Devastating. Is Fabian's shadow freaking out and moving away from him? Fabian's is not. Fabian got okay. a 20 on his will save. He is fine. Okay. Astra's going to stand up and look around and say, Fabian, what did you do? <laughs> this isn't my magic. I don't know what this is. I know. It's my magic. I know. But what did you do? I just... I was warming up, and usually I ask women about their accessories, and you had that sword. Isn't that a creepy? You're such a... What a... Uh. It's what people expect from stage magicians. I'm sorry. Yeah, they expect you to be creepy. You asked about my sword? Oh, no. You said something about stealing it, and then everything turned gray. I said... Oh. 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 <laughs> Fabian, I don't know what to do about this. She says, <laughs> withdrawing her rapier. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel strong. Uh, Fabian, I, I feel... Exceptional? Stronger than ever. I feel such a... Uh, feel such a clarity. Clarity. About my place... In the world. You're getting strangely philosophical during a time of crisis. <laughs> you know, some people panic in times of crisis, and some people raise their sword up and stop the crisis. Fabian, I'm going to get a little more philosophical. I'm on the stage after all. I came here <laughs> to prove that the Fanolin Academy was nothing. But what I've proven is that it's nothing. You know what I mean? Uh, perhaps you could elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> Fabian, I'm going to need more magic. And I think I'm going to stab his shadow. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, shit. Fabian has no way to expect that and no reason to think that he should be worried. Uh, I rolled a three for a 16. What? what? Excuse me? That's what I, wow. All these episodes of Asper just running away and holding person and making noise. I mean, we've never seen her use it, so she might have a plus 13 the whole time. What? I, yeah. I'm... Okay, Justin, without using mage armor, my AC is a 12. Okay. Hey, great. Great news. Paul, it's great news. <laughs> yeah, good. I think so, too. <laughs> Paul, you take two negative levels and you cannot Ooh. use your two best <laughs> spells. So you cannot cast second or third level spells. Holy oh cow. shit. Damn. <laughs> Astra plunges this sword into the shadow uh, and you feel a cold chill come over you, Fabian, as it's torn away from you, as if it was fabric that was attached to you. It's ripped off uh, and it melds into the rapier. It becomes part of the rapier, this glossy spiral rapier. Astra, you feel even stronger. Uh, you feel this shadow magic intensify and you feel the eyes 
across this field sort of wince uh, as this happens as well. Justin, does that end any ongoing spells I cast that were from a higher level spell? Yes, if you had a okay. second or third level spell going. <laughs> Vince Defeat is actually a third level spell because it lasts an hour per level. Uh, ah. So that ends and he transforms Whoa. back to his fish body. Totally Back like the, the little mermaid. Falls yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the stage, arms down. Oh no! Bartholomew, save yourself! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna attack your familiar. Come on, probably. <laughs> Fabian, it's your turn. Oh my gosh! Uh, Fabian has a first level spell. He's gonna try. Justin, it's called Burning Disarm. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. The spell causes a metal object to instantly become red hot. The creature holding the item may attempt a reflex save to drop and take no damage. Otherwise, the hot metal deals 1d4 points of fire damage per caster level. Fabian says, I'm afraid I'm going to need that back. (laughs) And casts Burning Disarm on the rapier. Can I choose to try to keep my handhold? If you want to take the damage, you can hold on to it. I'm just going to take the damage. Hey. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Her hand sizzles and boils. You can see it blackening uh, around the grip, but she does not let go. And with his move action, Fabian will take 10 feet move in the direction of Bartholomew Cucumber's aquarium ball. Oh. <laughs> oh, Bartholomew. Oh, boy. What do we want to do here? Oh, right? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Everyone make another will save for me. This is a DC 25. Oh, boy. With my negative levels, I literally can't make that. <laughs> I, I need to roll a natural 20. So here's how. Um, should I roll two, Justin? No. Or? Okay. Uh, all of you are under the effects of paranoia. <laughs> oh, you no. believe that everyone that you see is an enemy. The target becomes hostile oh, to all God. creatures and treat all creatures as enemies and only itself as an ally. Whenever a target uh, attempts, a, or you must att- attempt an attack of opportunity if a creature provokes you. When it's adjacent to two or more creatures, you take a minus two penalty <laughs> on attack weapon ability skills. So wow. the the three of you, as you fail this save, you also begin to see the eyes, and the eyes are also staring at you, so cool. popping up randomly all over this area. You feel intense paranoia. Oh God! So each of you, there's going to be people fleeing. And as they run past you, you are forced to attack them if you have a physical attack. Dang. Justin. Yeah. I have a bite attack. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, I have a bite attack. <laughs> Everyone can Every- always bite. Yeah, Everybody's got bite attacks. I love that. Because <laughs> I'm a fox. I, whoever I bite, I guess it's probably a running bite. It's going to break my invisibility. But they're they're flat-footed against this attack. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I'll be more effective at attacking a bystander. <laughs> yeah, I, the sneak attack damage was pretty low, but I deal six damage. Cool. Uh, to this person, as I bite them in the neck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the neck. So uh, Filbert, hanging from his belt, has a lovely dagger that mummy Aww. gave him for Christmas a few years ago. What? And. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, 
is gonna attack with his dagger to the poor unsuspecting soul next to him. <laughs> <laughs> just just shanks the guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Filbert, your stranger danger is at high alert. Everybody looks like somebody that mummy had warned you about. Mummy, mummy, help! Mummy! Fabian. You are just feeling all of these judgmental eyes on you. You feel like they're making fun of your sea lion walk. And so you just take a chunk out of somebody. <laughs> uh, Filbert, it is your actual turn. What would you like to do? Oh, man. So he's going to cast another spell <laughs> just <laughs> in his general vicinity. And he's going to cast Summon Swarm. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna choose the spiders. Yes. Um, and the spiders attack all other creatures within its area. Fucking oh. funny. The Fuck. caster has no control over the target or direction of travel. <laughs> so Filbert's gonna summon a swarm of spiders and just go, Mummy, help me! <laughs> Uh, yeah, small sitting next to you, swarmed by spiders. Oh my He's screaming God. out, Miss Moon, Miss Moon, you have to do something. <laughs> Haku, what would you like to do? At the beginning of the round, I'm going to roll a D, use my prescience ability. I'm going to roll a D20. Ooh. I can swap in whatever I roll on this for whatever next roll. So I've got like That's a floating cool. 16. That's very cool. Round is what just happened. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, and then to increase paranoia, I'll cast mirror image on myself <laughs> and move away from everyone. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. uh, Astra, it's back to you. Oh, fun. Okay. Uh, Astra is not interested in dealing with any little tricks or malfeasances that anybody in the audience like Fabian might have to direct at her. So she's going to cast a really cool spell that I'm very excited to take someday uh, in general called nine lives uh and basically this just gives me the ability to disregard most little hijink stuff that comes up uh basically up to nine times i can uh ignore like being tripped or knocked prone i can ignore critical hit or sneak attack damage i I can shake off basically any condition i am uh, basically impossible to grapple or pin and if i reach zero hit points i instantaneously heal wow yeah it's a wild what a cat-like spell yeah it's delightful i want to point out that one of the applications is called shimmy out (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah yeah very much a cat spell cat ability i wanted to do some foolishness to you i know i knew i could tell you were all planning to do some hijinks (laughs) and astra's not in the mood astra just wants to eat your shadow well i mean if it's there uh and she's gonna drop down off the stage and start moving towards some more people that have shadows that can get eaten. Awesome. Uh, Fabian, what would you like to do? Justin, I purchased something called a potion of invisibility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not knowing what the scenario was like. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, same. But Fabian is going to grab Bartholomew's Aquarium Ball, which is a magic item. It's basically a magical spherical aquarium that is magically conducive to 
ocean animals living inside. And he says, this is worse than when we had that circus and bobbled here. And he's going to put him in his pack and then drink the potion. <laughs> oh, no. Is Fabian a badass? Well, he's not going to be when <laughs> no, I'm done. No, but... he does shows at kids' birthdays. He's <laughs> You've got to be pretty strong, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> his dream is to become an effects engineer in Neptus. Aw. Wow, he's got dreams <laughs> that he's never going to be able to achieve now. No. <laughs> <laughs> So I am going to first your shadow Filbert is going to become a bit more aggressive. Oh no. Will negates and then reflex partial. So you'll get two saves. You get to make a will to see if you can just negate it completely. Filbert wrestles with his shadow. (laughs) I got a 20 on my will save. Uh, Make a reflex save. And an 18 on his reflex save. Filbert, you take three strength damage as your shadow grabs into you. You start to feel yourself becoming more transparent, less uh, of a physical form, while your shadow begins to become more solid, as if it's stealing your matter and it will replace you. (laughs) Filbert didn't have very good strength. (laughs) 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 Shocking. He's a little nerd. Caitlin, can you tell us what your strength is at now? It's five. (laughs) Oh, no. Yes. Oh, Oh, no. Don't worry. Astra will help. Wizards. The rest of you are going to be under the effects of Crime Wave. So I will have you make a will save. (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah. What a spell. I love this spell. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, I will use my 16 for this will save. Cool. This is a DC 30. I fail. <laughs> oh, holy shit. Holy shit. Oh, spectacular. Holy oh, shit. Oh, Justin, would you tell the audience what this spell is? Yeah, so it, it's variable. It can, It's going to cause them to make some sort of criminal behavior if they fail their save. Uh, so Fabian, uh, after failing, if you want to roll a D100. One of my favorite dice to roll. That's a 10. (laughs) A 10. You act normally, but with extreme suspicion towards others. You cannot benefit or provide benefits with teamwork feats, aid another, or harmless spells. Hmm. Uh, And then, Andrew, you want to roll a D100? I got 76. Attack the nearest creature. Oh, shit. Uh, At this point, I think it's probably (laughs) Astra. Everybody else is running. Rude. We were friends. (laughs) You had a nice moment. I got to commit crimes. (laughs) (laughs) This is the funniest shit ever. It's not even the crime I wanted to commit You just wanted to gamble. (laughs) (laughs) Just wanted to swindle. I'm just a quiet old man looking to gamble. back alley dice games (laughs) is all you wanted. That's all. (laughs) You see Miss Morn cast a spell on herself that allows her to levitate. But as she takes flight, one of the spectators reaches out to grab what looks to be some sort of weathered spellbook in her hands while it's under the influence of Crime Wave. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, To take a random valuable object from the nearest creature. Oh, that's great. So the spicander rips it out of her grip and takes off. Miss Morn yells out to you, Haku, by name. She says, Haku, that book is extremely important. You must get it from them. And then this thief's movement is going to end here, which is about four squares away from you, Haku. Damn it, but I have to attack 
Astra? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Filbert, what would you like to do? Oh my goodness. Filbert? Filbert is going to attempt to cast a spell on Astra because he has just witnessed her attempting to stab the shadows of other students. Yeah, but he was a creepy shark magician, really? You gotta... She didn't stab his body. He has school spirit, okay? Gilbert has school spirit. Aww. And I know she has her cat-like ability where I, she might be able to get out of this, but we're going to try it definitely. anyway because I love it. Filbert's an idiot. Yeah. So huh. we're going to use adhesive spittle. <laughs> and he's going to spit at Astra. Oh, Caitlin. I spit a viscous liquid that functions as a tangle foot bag. <laughs> this freaking nerd. A lot of Filbert's spells are like kind of sneezing and spitting and that sort of thing. <laughs> that was the concept that you went with for this yeah. for this character. Thanks, Caitlin. Yeah. Great. It's goopy. Yeah, it's the kid whose mom always has to wipe his nose with handkerchiefs. Exactly. Uh, okay, so Tanglefoot, I think I get a reflex save, right? Yes, you do. Okay. I got a 21 on my reflex save. Oh, that makes it for sure. It does. Yeah. Uh, it was a good try, though, because it was nasty. Good try, Philbert. Real nasty, Caitlin. Lady, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you seem like you're having some troubles with your shadows. Don't you want some help? This is this is a school event. You must be fighting <laughs> by the code of conduct. <laughs> Not only is Philbert a nerd, he's a dweeb. Oh, uh, such a <laughs> oh boy. I hope your shadow gives you a wedgie. <laughs> uh Haku, what would you like to do? Crime wave means I have to attack the nearest creature. And the nearest creature is Astra. Yeah. 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 Yep. Bring it bring it on. Come on. Hit me. Ideally, I would have summoned mad monkeys this turn, but it takes a whole <laughs> round to do it, and so they wouldn't be able to actually take their attack against Astro. So flavorful spell. Yeah, they'll, they'll be next. Uh, <laughs> so the spell I want I want to use a spell against Astro before I I'll cast before I move up to her, and then I'll touch her. Sands of time. Ooh. Sounds uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> yeah. Kind of chafing. You temporarily age the target, huh. immediately advancing them to the next age category. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you take age, oh dexterity, gosh. and constitution uh, penalties for your next age category, but do not gain the bonuses. No I saving throw. picked old man spell. <laughs> <laughs> and as I touch you, I say, dearie, I'm so cold. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so Sands of Time doesn't require a save, but it is like a touch attack roll, which is why it doesn't have a save. Don't have super great touch AC, so mm-hmm. this could function. That's okay. I, I don't have a very good melee attack. I, I don't think this is gonna... Oh, we're both wizard nerds, so it's tricky. Yeah, we're wizard oh. nerds. It's a nerd slap fight. Am I flanking <laughs> with uh, Philbert? <laughs> yeah, I think that you're you're flanking with all of them. Oh, sweet. It's a 13. Well, I think that works, yeah. God, what does that mean for an elf? An elf reaches middle age at 175 years. <laughs> at middle age, you get a minus one strength, dex, and con. Yeah, for the next hour, you're middle-aged. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, a half-elf at 62, but the same penalty. <laughs> okay, so I just have minus one 
strength dex con. Yeah. yeah to your physical okay. attributes, yeah. Fucking funny, Andrew. I have to say, all of us are very close to being middle-aged ourselves. Is <laughs> 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 the spell hitting home? I'm a little offended that everyone seems to think I'm going to be taking penalties on my strength. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, mean, I, yeah, I lower back problems. Yeah, that's fair. All right, that's my turn. Uh, for, for all of our podcast listeners, uh, that was a joke about anybody's respective age. It's <laughs> not real. Yeah, We're hip. We're young. <laughs> I understand memes and technology. If I have any movement left, I want to move towards the person who has the book. If I have any, if I have for any. sure, you will take an attack of opportunity from Astra. Is that okay? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna attempt acrobatics. Okay. But... <laughs> Grandpa. <laughs> Grandpa acrobatics. <laughs> go, go. Grandpa acrobatics. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna try to do a standard. You know, your standard absorbing the shadow of a living creature oh, kind of vibe. I, I, yeah, I'd probably get stabbed. Grandpa acrobatics probably don't save me here. Uh, my <laughs> attack was a 27. <laughs> yeah, I don't have mage armor up or anything. So, yeah, no, I like Well, I, uh, it's just yeah. a school event, so. <laughs> it's just that wasn't it's a school event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You also take two negative uh, levels, Haku. Uh, and you lose oh, your second and third level spells. Such a bummer. Those mad monkeys. I lose my mad monkeys. Good. <laughs> Good. I'm glad I stole that from you. You're lucky I didn't do something worse. In fact, I might do something worse on my turn. <laughs> yeah, Haku, as you run past, uh, you realize too late that your shadow has been left behind. However, uh, uh, this breaks the curse on you. Oh, oh. What? oh. Yeah. interesting. Sweet. Okay. Uh, so Haku de-ages to a slick 18-year-old box. <laughs> Fucking what? <laughs> amazing. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> what? Okay, good. No, that's exactly what I expected based on this dude's vibe. <laughs> Haku's weird demonic shadow fights back against the rapier, and you can see mm. that when it does eventually get overpowered and absorbed the sword like vibrates and coughs out a couple pixies which <laughs> flutter away but it also <laughs> has a stronger effect on the stranger and you see the color from your own body spread out into the area like fi- five feet around you pushing away like the gray scale and the eyes once again like wince in pain and move out uh, away from you too Fuck. Uh, didn't like that huh Fabian what do you want or no Astra your real turn what do you want to do Ooh, boy. I also want that spell book. And I want to punish Haku for making me slightly but still young, but slightly older, but still totally young and hip and happening and hot. Um, (laughs) She'll never catch me now. (laughs) This is so mean. But I am going to use energy drain on you. Um, So the spell functions (laughs) not so young anymore, huh? Uh, Perfect. Okay, so you'll get a partial fortitude save, but I assume that means I don't have to do a touch AC, right? It's both. It's a powerful spell. Okay, it is a very powerful spell. Yeah, so you'll make a ranged touch attack, and then he'll get a partial fortitude save. Uh, Uh, It's 25 hit, (laughs) Andrew. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Damn. (laughs) 
<laughs> if only I, I thought when I was younger, I'd be faster. But <laughs> when I was younger. Uh, and um, I feel my fortitude. Oh, change. yeah. I cannot Oof, wait. Ouch. I cannot wait for this next roll. This is going to okay. be unreal. Uh, yes. It's well, it's a 2d4. <laughs> Okay, big money. Oh, 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 I'm pretty sure Aku just died. Oh no! Oh my goodness! Uh, I rolled a perfect eight energy drain. I feel actually bad about that because I yeah. I'm so sorry, Andrew. My gambling dreams. No, <laughs> Haku, you have uh, about 10 seconds worth of your youthful energy back before <laughs> Astra <laughs> drains all of it out of you. Oh, my God. oh no. <laughs> Bye, Haku. And you fall to the ground right in front of the person that was holding the book left for you by Miss Morn. I will simply approach this person stepping over Haku's <laughs> withered I, corpse. I, yeah, I, I, don't even, I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Andrew. <laughs> uh, Fabian, what would you like to do? How far away is the person with the book from me? 20 feet. 20 feet. Oh. Do you have any remaining spells that are going to make you faster, Paul? No, no. <laughs> Damn. So I guess what I'm going to do is I am going to crawl 10 feet toward the guy with the book. <laughs> while invisible. Flop, flop. Just flop, invisibly flop. flopping. <laughs> Leaving the weirdest dust prints. Yeah. Yeah, right? A slithering, yeah, sine wave. Uh, what does it look like the guy with the book is going to do? Is he like freaking out? Is he like looking at it real quick? Uh, I guess looking at it, uh, like driven to steal it. So just like greedy, uh, excited to have committed a crime. Uh, I guess I'm going to just take a double move and I want to be in position so that if somebody does something that I can take an attack of opportunity, I may do so. On your way towards Astra, you pass Small Blep, who is still covered in spiders, and he's running <laughs> to the exit, yelling to anyone who will listen, you've got to destroy the rapier. You, you won't be able to hurt her. You've got to destroy the rapier. Small, wow. small, go home to your mother. Small makes it to Miss Morn, <laughs> who is using her powers to help innocent bystanders. She's using uh, magic to control the snow and has created the swirling vortex that's leading them all to safety. Ooh. On the stranger's turn, it is going to, the shadow is going to make another attack against you. So uh, will you make a will save, Philbert? Oh, Philbert will. Come on, Philbs. Justin? Yeah? If this is no longer the little stranger, is it not the big stranger? He's just <laughs> the stranger. No, you don't want to see the big stranger. The stranger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So Filbert got a 20 on his will save. Uh, you take a- another one strength damage. Oh my God. <laughs> Poor Filbert. He's not going to be able to stand before too long. <laughs> <laughs> Feel me gaining up on you, Caitlin, but... Oh no! But I died. You were the best target. Yeah, I yeah. died. So. And Bartholomew's invisible, so... The little stranger, or the stranger, is going to cast Envious Urge on you, so I'm going to have you make another uh, will. 
what is Whoa. with these spells. These <laughs> are wild. I got a 16 that time. Uh, you are filled with feelings of seething envy, Filbert. You have this beautiful locket with your mummy on it. <laughs> and it would look so good with that rapier. <laughs> oh, I really would. Oh, no. The affected target turns upon the nearest creature and attempts to disarm it of a valuable weapon. At the end of your next turn, you can make a new will save to free yourself, but on your next turn, you will have to attempt to steal the sword. Amazing. Uh, and it is your turn. Funny you should mention that because... Philbert was actually thinking about trying to steal the sword anyway. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> nice. Do you have something where like you spit adhesive on your fingers and then you stick your fingers in? <laughs> I don't have that, oh. uh, but I do have the spell I'm going to use called Demand Offering. <laughs> Funny, what? A creature that fails its save uses an immediate action to hand you whatever object it's currently wielding or holding. Wow. I'm going to uh, cast Dang. that on Astra. Filbert over here. This wizard battle is really funny. Swinging. Filbert <laughs> <laughs> Phil- heard what his new friend said as he was running away covered in spiders, which Filbert feels bad about. And he's like, oh, oh, okay, whatever you say. Well, I mean, it's a shame that there's like no way for me to fail this one. <laughs> yes, yeah. and Astra um, got a 25 with on that. Ease, with ease beats that. <laughs> yeah, but that was a good spell. Astra blip. Oh, boy, it's so tempting to deal with these two ne'er-do-wells. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, no, Astra is done fussing with all of this, so she's going to use an AOE spell called Overwhelming Presence. Oh, no. <laughs> Your presence inspires incredible awe in those nearby. A creature that fails to save against the spell falls to the ground and prostrates itself before you, believing it bows before a divine presence. <laughs> <laughs> Each round on its turn, a target of the spell may attempt a new saving throw to the, in the effect. If you do so, you take a bunch of wisdom damage and you're staggered. So even if you escape this spell. <laughs> what? Oh what the hell? <laughs> what? Terrifying. Nefarious spells. Yeah. <laughs> Just a lot of very fun, very powerful spells. The spectator falls to its knees in front of you and holds out the book to you. Thank you, Astra will say, and then kick them over with her shoe. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Filbert and Fabian, you want to roll will saves against this? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. (laughs) I got a nine. Filbert got a 23. Wow. Really well. Very nice, 23 is pretty good. Your overwhelming presence, DC, was 24. (laughs) Oh, no. Filbert, so close. It was so close. That would have been so cool for Filbert to have one last stand. (laughs) Literal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, everybody that is attacking you, Astra, is brought to their knees in love with your overwhelming presence. Thank you. (laughs) Bowing before you. Filbert drops his knees and goes, oh, you're so beautiful, ma'am. You're just like my mommy. (laughs) Beautiful and talented. (laughs) Myrtle urge. (laughs) (laughs) That's all certainly very true. And how kind of you to volunteer it. 
Uh, yeah, I guess I am basically a deity now for, for all intents and purposes. <laughs> I, you know, I was always shying away from it, shying away from just really letting myself evolve to the fullest capacity of my magic. And now, now that I'm here, I'm like, why? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> like, why? Like, why wouldn't I? Oh, uh, uh, as a professional stage magician, I see a lot of people's true selves come out under hypnosis. <laughs> what is this spell book that Mist Morn was so excited to give to Haku? Yeah, Estra, you make your way out of the stadium. Everyone remaining here that you pass bows down to you. Fabian's still invisible, but bowing. Filbert bowing at first, but then his shadow finally drains the last of his strength and he, mm-hmm. he fades away into nothingness and his newly corporeal shadow skips away mischievously taking his place. Uh, but none of this matters to you because you are... <laughs> but your interest is only on this one thing, this book that Haku wanted. Every so often, if the stranger looks like it's regaining its ground on you, you take a shadow from another worshiper to keep it at bay, push the gray back... You are disappointed to find pretty quickly that this is not a spell book at all. It is what seems to be a very dry astronomy book, uh, somebody's uh, scientific uh, notes. Uh, oh my but God. eventually you realize <laughs> no. that this is actually a journal of someone who has discovered that time is looping. And they are trying to figure out a way to solve this problem to end these loops, but they haven't been able to. (laughs) Hundreds of attempts where they've failed that are chronicled in this journal. And you see that there are lists of different people that he's brought in on different loops to no success. At the end, you see the current loop squad all died. uh, And there's notes in the margins that are detailing how. But then there's also this new list, the writer's picks for the next iteration. And you see the names... Patty Hertz, Zelf the Elf, Johnny Brightchild, and Haku Yakan. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. Justin, you're always cooking up something. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jenna is just so... The, the glee in her voice. <laughs> yeah. The absolute delight she's feeling. Oh, boy. I mean, does it even need to be said? <laughs> Astra licks her thumb, oh. rubs out the last name on the list, and adds Astra Blep. <laughs> ah! oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. Astra, in... Our current loop, as you think about this, this memory has oh, come back no. to you. Because she touched the book before. Oh, no. Because you had this book previously. When Tetra brought back your memory, you also got this memory. So you know now that you have added yourself to the journal <laughs> and not no, Basel. Justin. Oh, my God. Justin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And once again, Astra knows, and the listeners know, <laughs> and the players know. But none of the characters know.
everybody. A couple of folks have asked us where they can send physical mail to the group. Letters, packages, etc. So we have opened a P.O. box where you can do just that. Please direct any mail to Jenna Stieber, P.O. Box 2636, St. Louis, Missouri, 63116. I will make sure that anything that is labeled to go to somebody else goes to somebody else, but please make sure the mail is labeled to me. I have included this address and a physical address, in case you need that for packages, in the show notes of this episode, and on the Discord, and on the Patreon, so you should be able to find it wherever you want. But in case you've just scrambled to get a pen, I'll say it again. Jenna Stieber, P.O. Box 2636, St. Louis, Missouri, 63116. This address will be active for three months from when this episode first aired, so that'll be around the end of February 2024. And I will be sure to give you fair warning before the closing date arrives. So if you want to wait until after the winter holiday rush, you can. There will still be time, but in case you want to do it for the holiday rush, then it's open now. Thank you for listening, and a special thank you to all of our Patreon subscribers. You're the best. I love each and every one of you. Every night, I imagine kissing every single one of you on the forehead and tucking you tight into your bed as a way of saying thank you for supporting us. Burnt Cookbook Party is Andrew Hansen as Johnny Brightchild and Haku, Caitlin Stadahar as Patty Hertz and Filbert, Paul Lukemeyer as Tetra and Fabian, me, Jenna Stieber as Estrablep, and Justin Green as GM and World Builder. This episode was edited for content by Justin Green and edited for sound by Akshay Balakrishnan, produced by Jenna Stieber. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.